following message is presented by Community Gospel Church in Bremen, Indiana. It is our great privilege to share this ministry with you. We in no way intend for this to be a replacement for the local church. It is our prayer that this would serve as a resource to help make Jesus Christ known in our congregation and other congregations gathering across the world. For more information about Community Gospel Church, visit www.communitygospelchurch.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, we're starting. Hello. You're, you're on your phone, so <laughs> I just went for it. I was. Usually there's a segue, like, I'm getting ready to start. Are you ready? Typing away, and then I'm there like, was not. oh, hey, how's it going? What's up? Hello. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Jordan. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, We've been gone for a minute. A minute. Uh, yeah. It's, hey, here's the deal. It's summer. It is. It's how it works. Yeah. And we're busy. And we got things to do. Lots. We're world traveling. Get over it. I mean, United States traveling. <laughs> We're not going that far. Did you, I say world? You did. Whoops. I'm not leaving the U.S. In my mind, I went to. I went on. Um, I went to uh, a couple places on you YouTube. Did. I guess. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to like segue into like, we went to Tennessee as a family. Nope. You're visiting places on YouTube. I was looking here and I was like, okay, when did we, okay, we didn't have a podcast because of the fourth, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's going to happen, right? We're celebrating America. And then we had sports camp. Yeah. And so. Um, and you were gone a week too in there. Yeah. It's been a minute. It Holy has. moly. It's been a hot minute. Anyway, okay. welcome back. <clears throat> okay. So in case you didn't know, we start every episode out with a question. Yeah. And so the question for this week, Jessica, is ready? Ready. What surprises you most about where you ended up in life? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I pulled a cocker spaniel and I like nodded my head while I asked that question. Looking at me. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think not much. I mean, probably my probably my job. Really? Only because this was never on my radar. Did you think you'd be doing something else? teaching in a uh, school yeah because you have an education degree. i do or coaching gymnastics full-time mm-hmm. i did that too so this was i don't know this wasn't people didn't talk about like you you didn't get paid for children maybe people got paid for children's ministry when i was a kid but i don't know well, about full-time it. full-time yeah. be very different like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. probably that and it's awesome i mean this is the best thing i could do so that, that warms my heart to hear you say that oh good i'm glad i could do that <laughs> Felt you needed built up. <laughs> no, I do that. This is the worst job ever. I work with the worst Awful. people ever. I hate every minute. I want to quit <laughs> so bad every day. But everything else, I mean, I wanted to be a mom, a wife, be involved in whatever church we're in, you know, wherever we lived. I mean, I'd never pictured small town Bremen. We right. moved from Warsaw because it was too small and somehow ended up in Bremen. Well, Warsaw is a lot bigger in Bremen. I know. Well, yeah. we moved to Mishawaka first, but anyways. Well, Mishawaka is even bigger than Warsaw is. I know, but, and then we ended up smaller than both of those. But it, yeah, not much about my life is surprising. That's fair. What about you? Oh, um, what surprises me most about where I ended up? So I always want to be a dad. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Like, I just kind of knew that, like, yeah. that was, that was going to be there. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of like, um, so if I think about it, like, I don't, I don't feel like I ever named my kids. Like, okay. I feel like they always had those names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I don't feel like they were revealed by God. Like, the, 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 hey, this is what you're going to call your kids or whatever. Like, that wasn't the case no. either. I just remember when 
uh, we had kids, I looked at it and was um, like, I, I just remember we named Kareen Kareen uh, after Bethany's grandma. And when I called her that for the first time, it just made sense. Right. Like I didn't even, I did not even, mm-hmm. she, she was, uh, she was Kareen. Like I, so I didn't even like bat an eye on that. And then for Gianna, um, the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. Like I had like, like we had her. And then the first time I called her John, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, I, I don't feel like I named my kids or Bethany named them for that matter, or we named them. I feel like that's just who they were. Uh, and the same is probably true with like where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is just like, of course, yeah. like this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to do. And, um, yeah. And maybe that's part of just doing w- when you're in your sweet spot. I think yeah. maybe that's, that's it. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I I cannot envision myself anywhere else. No. And I think this is a this is where um, I've seen like God's hand of success too. Knock on wood. Um, but uh, yeah, I think like uh, other places that I've populated, I haven't been like I haven't mm-hmm. seen the success that that we've seen here. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, and speaking of success, so. Um, Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're actually going to pause mm-hmm. um, our book study. Right. Because, and um, part of the reason that we're doing this is I get this every single year, mm-hmm. and I always say we should document it, and I never do. <laughs> um, I get so many questions about our sports camp. Right. So last week, we had sports camp. It started right. on uh, Monday, and then uh, it ended on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, like, go back I don't know how far we'll get today okay. with this. It might be like a two-parter, okay. and we'll keep you on the edge of your seats. Um, but uh, I get all the time people asking, like, tell me about sports camp. And I can't sit and, like, talk through it, you know. Right. And um, I can't, like, like I just don't have that time. I, uh, it would just be easier for us to sit down together mm-hmm. and document this and kind of talk through this. And, um, and and then give everybody like the information and, and um, just kind of show like how, how God has really worked in and through this. Right. Um, so sp- let, let's go way, way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you have been here for how long? Oh, geez. Like at the church? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jordan is 12. So probably 15 years now. And she says Jordan, that is her That's son. That's my, yes. It's not me. <laughs> I know I act 12 sometimes, <laughs> but I'm not sometimes 12. Sometimes I yell and they have to decide, am I yelling at like my son Jordan or you yell Master Jordan? Jordan and I instantly just freeze <laughs> like, every single time. What? Um, yeah. So about 15 years. Okay. So you've been here 15 years. Mm-hmm. So can you remember back to the first sports camp? I can. It was pre, it was kind of pre us. Yeah. Um, we brought in a college group. It was, um, I had been working in our preschool ministry um, at that point, just serving, just serving. Now, it wasn't a job. I just volunteered. Mm-hmm. Um, you had no, like, official, like, paid no, position at the church? No, nope, not at all. And um, they brought in a college group, and they needed some extra cheer help. And with my gymnastics background, I was like, I love this type of stuff. Um, sure, I'm in. Did the church do VBS before that? Because this was before me. I have no idea. Because my kids were too young. So like even that very first one, my kids didn't participate. Mm. And um, up until that point, we were attending. But again, my kids were in nursery. And Jordan, my oldest, would have just been heading down into preschool. Yeah. So um, 
I have no idea. I remember doing, um, so obviously I've been here the whole time. Uh, I haven't been here like as long mm-hmm. church wise as you have been. I got here probably four or five years after you yeah. got here. So I've been here 12. So like three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Fall Fest. Yeah. So we had uh, a festival like around the Halloween season yep. and people would come and they would dress up and we had bounce houses in the gym yep. and stuff like that. Um, we've never done a wanna in, in my time here. They had a wanna. They had a wanna. Mm-hmm. It was pre my children's time, but it was kind of during that time when they were transitioning mm-hmm. uh, f- away from a wanna. They did this sports camp thing, and then they tried like a win. No, that was before they did the sport. I don't know. They had like a sports thing once. Mm-hmm. It didn't go, but it, they had it. The reason we're giving you that is just to give you kind of a context of where our ministry was at yeah. before and how we got to this spot. So, um. We we did that. Um, I'm sure the church had some sort I'm of sure like BBS. There they was something in the summer that people came to or whatever. I distinctly remember sitting down and we were just asking ourselves, um, does the traditional model of VBS mm-hmm. work? And looking at like what VBS is, maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I don't even know what VBS <laughs> is. Um, VBS started way back when. I'm not going to get into like the whole history of it or whatever, but Vacation Bible School to me, um, because I went to va- Vacation yeah. Bible Schools as a kid. Me too. Um, VBS equals Vacation Bible School <laughs> was a time where students would go for a week to a church and they would essentially like get biblical training. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was always a theme to it and stuff like that. Did you go to VBS we when did. you were growing up? I grew up. up. It was huge at our church. Our The church that I grew up in did um, decorations. Mm-hmm. with excellence right. so it was always the whole church was transformed into whatever the theme was like you said there was bible teaching games crafts snacks music oh. all very integrated around whatever your theme was yeah. and um my church had a bus ministry so i just remember like i didn't have to ride the bus because my parents could totally take me but yeah. they'd drive down our street and we'd all hop on the bus yeah. go to vacation bible school and the bus would drop us off and that's just what we did every summer growing up it feels very much like multiple churches are still trying to relive the glory days with VBS. And when we were sitting down for the first time talking about where we wanted to go, uh, vacation Bible school to me is not very appealing. Um, I feel like, uh, and, and you can jump in on here too, but I feel like VBS, um, is not reaching the culture where they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, it did for a long time and there's still, uh, and I think, I'm not dogging on VBSs at all. I think people can still be very um, God-honoring. You can still reach students for the gospel with VBS. We're not saying that VBS is bad. I think the churches that have the money to do it well Mm -hmm. are doing, like, they have the funds to make it Mm -hmm. work. I think. And they bring in the outside people. They bring in not just their church people. So it's it seems that the churches that have a little bit more money are able to do the big sets, the yeah. big games, the big events, and they're they're grabbing the community around them attention. It also seems that the churches that are a little smaller, which we're not a small church, but we're not a you know mega thousand plus right, facility. Right. Um, those churches bring in their church people well yeah, and yeah. they they do love their kids that they serve well and they do a good job but so you would say not, bbs reaches an internal it does yeah. and i i don't see the external unless you have the funds to really go big yeah 
Um, and and I don't get me wrong. Uh, it, it probably sounds like I'm dogging on VBS. I'm not. I just in in my experience, VBSs have not been done well. Mm-hmm. And I think when something's not done well, um, I'm not saying God can't work in that. I'm not saying that God doesn't work in that. I'm just saying that sometimes it's a miss. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so so we were sitting down and we were talking about it and we were like, what can we do um, that would that would maybe reach more students where they're mm-hmm. at and what's, what's going on. I have no idea how we found it. But we found this company called off the bench Yep. and, um, off the bench was a, or it might still be, I don't even I know if they're still around. There's a couple groups that are like them, if not them. And, and I think BBSs do this too. Like, so if you're listening to this and you're a church and you don't have like the resources, mm-hmm. uh, to pull off like a, a, a good BBS, there's people who will come in. Yeah. We do it. We go to Kentucky mm-hmm. uh, on a mission strip and put on a full-blown yep. BBS. We don't do our sports camp. like We don't package it like and, and put it in a different location. But you guys just got back yep. from doing Vacation we Bible take School. We everything but our sports yeah. down. Yeah. Um, and do yeah, and do that for a small church and or a small community. So we found this spot, or we found this this people. There was a group of college students, and they were like, "Hey, we could come in and we could actually participate and um, lead this uh, this this week long." And they called it a sports camp. Yeah. And so, did you serve in that? I did. So I helped in the cheer thing, the cheer portion of it. And I'm gonna be real. There was so much tension because I was like. Oh, this could be so much better. <laughs> and I would get so frustrated because while they were a group of college kids, they might not have been excellent in the sports they were teaching. They were just a group of kids who loved Jesus yeah. and wanted to come serve. And in terms of energy and excitement and the fact that they were young and not old, like, you know, and I they might have played that sport. They might have. They might not have. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure the girls that led cheerleading did not. And I just remember thinking, we can do this better. Yeah. We can do this better. I, I know I could do this portion better. So how many um, students do you think we started out with? Oh, there was not many. I mean, you're talking. I, I would say a dozen. Yeah, I, I was going to say 20 and that might have been generous. Yeah. So what we did was we 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 uh, just sent it out to our yeah. church family. We just said this is called Off the Bench. It's like a VBS, mm-hmm. um, but it's more sports geared to. Um, or it's more geared to sports. Uh-huh. Uh, there's going to be a lesson and stuff like that. I do remember just because, f- at least for right now, that where we're at, you're kind of an outsider, but you're still um, mm-hmm. involved in the church in regards to serving. I'm on staff at this point. Uh, we did get some people. We did have some pushback. Yeah. There were some people that were like, "Why are we not doing traditional mm-hmm. BBS? Why are we not going this route?" And we had some people who are really uncomfortable with uh, us having six college students that came in and we're going to do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the way that we kind of sold that a little bit was to just say, we would just love to have you come and serve, Mm -hmm. um, and not have to worry about like doing the big chunks. I'm with you. I remember sitting back there looking at it and going, man, we could do this better. Yeah. Like just, and, and that's not to say that they didn't do well for being college students. They had, the music was great that year. Um, Mm -hmm. the kids still know some of those songs and, um, the, like, I remember thinking like they have an energy that is good. We needed, yeah. but it was, there were some misses for so, sure. So application number one, first of all, if you're doing VBS, kudos to you. If it's working and you're seeing students come to know the Lord and grow in their relationship with Christ, keep going. Yep. If you're seeing a decline in that, maybe then application number two 
is explore some options yeah. in regards to um, a a group that can come in, especially if you're in a smaller church mm-hmm. that needs some uh, volunteer uh, help, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. You can explore that. I'm sure you could just Google it. Um, like I said, we used off the bench. Um, or don't be scared. I guess this is kind of third application as we start, is don't be scared to wander away yep. from something like VBS. Yeah. It's it's okay. The reason that we first and foremost thought about sports camp was because we saw students participating in sports in yep. our community. And we just we just knew it like students loved sports. Yep. Okay, so the first year comes and goes. We got about a dozen students, had I would call it a success. Yeah. Um we had fun, we learned a lot. And then the second year, are you still now um, on the outside or are you moving more kind of so in? So that was actually during the point where you guys were talking about hiring me. So I was going through the interview process, right. me and two other people, one who was kind of on the fence because he wanted a full-time job and that wasn't the position. And right. it was between this other lady and I. And, and he had actually helped out. He the, had helped the out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was fantastic. All of us did. All of yeah. us were there. Yeah. And so, um, but I just remember coming to you guys. I was So I was still a volunteer at that point, applying for the children's ministry position, but kind of had mentioned it ahead of time going, I think we can do this. Mm-hmm. I have camp background, um, church camp background that I've been part of. I had sports, like gym, I ran gymnastics camps for years and years, knew that like, hey, this type of thing is right up my alley. Plus I hate anything decoration wise and right. you don't have to do a lot of decorations for sports camp because there's no, there's, there's no, no yeah, like yeah. scenes and sets. It's just, you make it look sporty. And yeah. I'm like, I can do that. So, yeah, I'm kind of in this weird in between. I actually remember being the week of sports camp finally going, you're you're not telling us to the end of the week. But this like the stress of not knowing if I was getting a position or not was like taxing. (laughs) Point number four, if you're applying or if you're hiring someone, just hire them or not. That was the (laughs) worst process ever of I don't know. We'll tell you in two weeks. Which shows some of the dysfunction of our church. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like. I, but at that point, I was leading vacation or our sports camp, what mm-hmm. we would term our vacation Bible school. So, yes. So, Jess comes in, um, and it, it was. So, we looked at the hiring process of a couple things. Number one, how well people were integrating, and that was our big ministry to students. Mm-hmm. And we say big, and it was, it was uh, you know, a dozen students yeah. or whatever. But we watched people's involvement. Um for those of you who are are maybe in leadership and have the ability to hire and stuff like that um, or lead a board or whatever uh, Jess brings some things to the table that are that are highly critical I would say to um, a hire number one you have an educational background so you know how education works mm-hmm. uh, number two um, that that personal side of things that looks at it and says okay um, I can participate in what you're looking at trying to accomplish. Um, and then, um, the push is, is still there. If somebody wants that, you had like that desire, mm-hmm. like I could do this, like, and, and I think I could do it well. Um, we noticed kind of those three things and we're like, all right, so we pulled the trigger. Um, then we're looking at it and now we're sitting around a table and we're going, okay, what's going to be different from the first year to, right. to this year. So how did we make that break between 
we, we're bringing in volunteers. Mm-hmm. This is going to be our own. Yeah. What's that look like? Yeah. So we um, we recruited with excellence. Mm-hmm. We found people who were already coaching in the sports that we were going to offer and said, would you take what you do in your community leagues and in your high school programs? And would you do that here with us? So we've done that from day one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when Since I say day started, one, yeah. so this is going to be next year will be our 10th year. This was yeah, our ninth year, but we don't count the off the bench no. year. So, so when we talk about sports camp, we're talking about like, this is year one right here. Yeah. So you looked at it, you said, these are people who are already participating in sports now. Mm -hmm. And so let's, let's just bring them in. Yeah. It helps that we are a church, a young church. Um, Was that community or just people in the church? It was people in the church. Okay. So we looked for people in the church who were actively coaching in these areas um, and just ask them to, Hey, would you do that? That same thing that you do. You love, you obviously love the sport. You obviously love kids because you're already working that area in the community. Can you help us draw from the community and make that happen in our Mm -hmm. church facility? And so that's been huge. Like every sport we have, we make sure that there are people who actually know what they're talking about. It's not just a group. I mean, they're going to have some right. that are like, I'll just be We have basketball hands. coaches and people who played ball yep. and but, I mean, we've got coaches. And, and they, they were college athletes in their areas. Mm-hmm. They've been, you know, higher level coaches. And so we, I think to offer a sports camp, it wasn't going to be something where we're not running this like, a simpleton type program. It was right. going to be done with excellence. And so that was the first thing. And then, um, I had one other lady, her and I, we were the push. Like we just said, we are going to get behind this. We forced our husbands to get behind <laughs> this. Um, and we were actually just joking the first few years of sports camp set up and tear down. It fell on us as couples and we did all of it by ourselves. Right. And I'm like, how did we do that? Um, But yeah, we just, we got the supplies we needed. We put the money out knowing that this would be a good investment long-term. So there was a little bit of, we're going to spend a little money um, on the front end Mm -hmm. to get these things going. But yeah, I think my biggest thing was we recruited with excellence. So looking at that, validated, like the validation of us making the break was first of all, seeing the people that could could participate Mm -hmm. in i think that's one thing you have to assess in your ministry is looking at it and going if if it's not there like don't force it right like if you're looking and uh, we're not sitting here talking so that you can replicate what we're Mm -hmm. doing we're not asking you to do that we're asking you to be motivated by what we do to find your niche in your group if you have a group of you have a very artistic church do an art camp if you have people who love science do something with science Mm -hmm. cooking do with cooking there are so many different avenues that will pull kids in and we sit in a community where there are a lot of churches that offer vacation bible school so yeah. we were going to be one of a dozen and we're like hey if you want to offer that go we're, for great. it because because people in our community go to those yeah. things and we're like that's there's nothing wrong nothing with wrong with that but let's do something different mm-hmm. let's think outside the box and that's never been something we've shied away from here at community gospel of let's let's how do we approach um getting people into our building so that we can share the gospel in a different way than what other people around us are doing. And that was the vein. I mean, we had that conversation of it. So what we do here is to make Christ known near and far. Mm -hmm. So we always have the conversation, which is, does this evangelize and edify? Right. If it doesn't, we don't do it. Right. We, we are so, so, so making the break was easy for us. Cause we're like, this is an evangelistic effort. The people in our congregation, it was just, it was validated. They're mm-hmm. going to participate in this. And then uh, something else you said, that I think we have to highlight is you got to be willing to do the work. Yeah. Like, especially at the, at the foundational stages, if you're not doing the work, 
forget it mm-hmm. because we're talking long hours. Um, we were all in, we're still all yeah. in, yeah. but we look at it and go, um, there's going to be times where you're going to be doing this by yourself. Yep. Nobody's going to be there. Y- y- you're going to sit there and think to yourself, um, what am I doing? Right. You know, and yep. it's just the way it is. When you're drawing out a football field by hand <laughs> in 90 degree weather and your husband is sitting there looking at you like, seriously, are you sure about what, this? This is what we decided to do. Every yard line has to be marked. Yes. Every, every yard line has to be marked and it's going to be accurate to size. And they look at you, but I had it. There was four of us, my like two couples. And we're like, let's do this. Let's we, do we can do this. So how many, how many, um, and again, we're not, we're not, uh, pushing this for numbers per right. se. We're just telling people like what this looks like in regards to involvement, because here's the deal. Jess and I can get, we can get a thousand people in our building. No mm-hmm. problem. Like just, and we don't say that to, to boast. We just look at it and say, as part of our gifts, we can gather people. But what we, we are constantly trying to um, accomplish is what is the spiritual consistency yeah. of that? How many people are we really, truly right. reaching? You have to understand that even if you have a dozen people in there, you're probably only reaching about 25 right. to 30% of those people. Same with like, so, okay, cool. You got 500 people in a, in a gymnasium probably 20 to 30% Mm -hmm. of those people are really paying attention and plugging in or whatever. 40, 50% of these people are just there because Mm -hmm. it's the hype, you know? And so we're focusing on the bullseye of, you know, who can we really share the gospel with in regards to that, uh, that seed being planted to be accepted. And then how can we, you know, see our own Mm -hmm. people come to know, uh, come to grow in the Lord too as well. So how many, so how many people are we talking like, I mean, it, does it drop a little bit the next year or does it, does it No, it, it grew a little bit. Um, we, we called some of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was you gotta first, have friends. Gotta have friends. That was our first year. Um, like my oldest could go into the preschool. Um, he was young, but he came and, uh, I, I mean, we maybe had, 40, 50 kids, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't believe it was huge. Yeah. Uh, looking at pictures of volunteers, you're talking what there was 15, maybe. 20, maybe. maybe. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't huge. It was bigger because we were using our people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge as we, we were able to plug people into their areas that they were already gifted at. And so there was And we wanted them. And so there was a little more buy-in from our people of this isn't us just supporting this other ministry. This is us supporting our ministry. So uh, in that that first year, which is really the second year, I know it's hard to remember criticism, but did we ever have any like really like strong pushback or things like hurdles that were hard to come up, come over? Man, like total transparency. I was so consumed with if I was getting that job or not. It was like (laughs) this blur of like tension. Um, I wasn't in the leadership position yet. So Mm -hmm. while I was leading sports camp, I wasn't in a lot of the behind people weren't going to come to me with stuff. Right, so right. you would have had a better pulse on that than I would have. I, the church, the church was definitely in, in a little bit difficult spot. Yeah. Um, uh, I was making a lot of mistakes as a leader, um, for sure. And just being young and dumb. And, um, there was some of that going on. Uh, we were definitely fighting some, some battles, yeah. you know, that just, in regards to our organization, and I'm not talking about the organization being the church, I'm talking like general organization yeah. being organized. 
Um, and there was some alignment going on too as well. So I think there, and this is really hard because when you do something like a VBS or a sports camp or whatever the case is, that week is not a real good representation of everything else that's transpiring mm -hmm. in the church. And I think that's what's hard is when you do something and you have something that you're trying to funnel people into, which is we want to see people on church on Sunday. Yeah. Um, they they had kind of this this experience over here and we realized that the it wasn't transferring mm -hmm. over so uh, and i'm gonna fast forward like way fast forward but i think this year was one of the first years we've ever gotten the experience at sports mm -hmm. camp matched yeah i'm never gonna say church is an experience no. but i think it, it matched what we were doing mm -hmm. if this year and last year i think are the first couple of years where we really started to see that what happens this week at, at sports camp is really a good representation mm -hmm. of what happens in our church. Yeah. And so it's not just like Sunday mornings. It's all over yes. the place. Same energy you're getting over here is the same energy you're getting over here. So going back to that first year, I think the big application in that is just to say, try not to fake it, yeah. you know, like, and make something that it's not supposed to be. I think there was, there was, we were still trying to find our identity in that. Mm -hmm. And, um, as, as a leader now, I think uh, we could have probably been transparent with some of the, the parents and whatnot and been like, you know what? Yeah, like our church is kind of struggling a little mm -hmm. bit right now, but we're glad we're being able to serve you. Yeah. So if you're serving in a spot and you're just, you, you've got some of those dry spots that are going on in your church, it, that's okay. You yeah. know, like it's, it, it, you're trying to figure out your position and we're trying to figure out who we are as a church. And um, there's, there's some trickiness to that for sure. Yeah. But I think we got through it yep. um, and we kind of moved on. So, so we don't want to hit like every year. So we have sports going. We have um, in the first couple of years, uh, definitely like a lesson time. Mm -hmm. um, the first couple of years felt like it was, uh, it wasn't as, as seamless as it is now. Right. Do you, do you feel that way? Like when did yeah. we start to kind of like those second, third, fourth years, yeah. like when does, when does the schedule start to really Yeah, we merge? played with our schedule. Man, it probably took us a good four years to figure out what worked. Mm -hmm. So we tried one thing one year with where our small groups landed and the, how long we had sports. And, you know, one year we got that we don't have long enough in sports. And one year we got we don't have long enough in small groups. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point I was bringing in um, different people for the lesson. So every night was a different teacher. So it was like – while all of it, there was a general theme of like where we were going. It wasn't, um, have seamless. you always had a theme? I think so. I think there has been, I'm sure yeah, there yeah. has. Yeah. I can't imagine. I wouldn't have, um, can't remember all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Either. I can run the Wednesday night themes, but I couldn't run the sports camp themes. Um, but yeah, like it just was very, it took us a few years. And so I think like, don't be afraid if it's not working to make adaptions. Mm -hmm. um, every year it was, okay, this went well, this didn't go well. Um, we realized very quickly that football wasn't a great option for yeah. us. We We had football it. the first couple of years. We did. And then we dumped it. And, and a big part of dumping it was it's high school football time. They've mm -hmm. already started their practices. And so we can't get those players and we can't yeah. get those coaches. So we weren't able to have good coaches. And we're like, and then we realized there's this whole other section that um, they don't like sports. Yeah. <laughs> 
at all. And I wasn't ready to, and I'm still not ready. Like I still think there's something about being active and it's good for kids to be active because people are like, well, do a drama thing or do an art thing. And I, I, we haven't gone that way simply because that's not the push of the camp or Mm -hmm. what we do. Like we have said, we want to be active and I think there is value to our kids being active. So we created what we call yard games Mm -hmm. and it is our most highly attended one because we do we do cornhole, we do typical yard games, but then we do Nerf Wars. So, and we so do put a pin on that for a second. Yeah. We'll talk about that okay. down the road. So anyways, don't be afraid to mm-hmm. change things. So it took about four years before we finally solidified a schedule that that worked. So in those first couple of years, talk about the, the what are the, the main categories of the, yeah, that stayed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we lesson. You're going to hear from God's word. Mm-hmm. That has to be there and that has to be... Well, it might not be the big push for kids. It's our big push. So that's a bullseye. That is like, and if you're, if you're listening and you're hearing us, like we will always go back to the word of God being taught. Like that's, that's where we start. So if you're starting with like, Hey, how do we make this, uh, um, relevant and hip and what you're on the wrong spot? What, what are you doing in regards to teaching the word of God? All right. So the word of God's the bullseye. Keep moving out from there. So we knew it was sports. So Mm -hmm. then you're going to have sports time. So we did focus on doing that with excellence. Mm -hmm. Um, we understood that if we're going to have a lesson, we need to have time to process that lesson. So we have small group time. We call them coaches huddles or they call them small group or I don't know what they call them. We used to call them coaches huddles. They've kind of merged back into small groups because that's what they are. And we just name things what they are. Yep. So it's a time for the coaches to talk with the kids about what they're doing. Um, we have we what we call our rally times, which are um, our singing, which is um, always high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, we strive to make sure that the words we are singing are um, doctrinally sound. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but they're not. It, it's going to look different than a Sunday morning. They're not overwhelming for a, a little. Right. So we have that. Um, we have what we during that rally time, we have main points every night that we hit. And so, um, yeah, I think those those were our, those are our big and there's a snack time. So mm-hmm. we always provide a snack and we strive to make it not cookies. So it's um, grapes. It's oranges. We oranges. had a ton of oranges the first couple of years. We did. We had a ton of oranges this year. They just wanted cheese balls instead. <laughs> So, okay. So, so in, I would say in the, in the second, third, fourth year, you're solidified in your position. Mm -hmm. Um, you're looking at it and you're saying, so let's start with the bullseye and say the teaching, um, how do you pick it? What do you pick? Um, who teaches it? Um, why them? What Mm -hmm. does that, what does that look like? Yeah. So with the teaching, um, we've done a little bit of everything. I've bought in curriculum before yep. there is a company called mega sports camp and they do offer um good curriculum uh we don't always oh, yeah we use did it. that for a couple of years mm-hmm. didn't we i forgot about that and we sometimes use it yep. uh they just haven't put anything new out recently um or i get ideas from it um so we've done that uh you, you got to hit on that though why why is it a good idea to not recycle material um one, I think the kids have the kids have heard it, mm-hmm. so we don't recycle things here often. Um, yeah. We recycle components of things. We do, yeah. Uh, and we may get to a point where we can recycle once all of our kids have cycled out. Mm-hmm. But here's the crazy thing: like, even though 
like someone cycled out and they're no longer in sports camp. Now they're helping with sports camp. Right. And we've learned through the years that when whoever's teaching is teaching just as much to the teenagers and the adults as they are the kids. Mm -hmm. And so we do new things every year. So we've used mega, uh, mega sports camp is got great stuff. Um, I love to write curriculum. Mm -hmm. So typically um, I've had other leaders write before who've done a phenomenal job. Right. Um, I'm very selective. There's only about a handful of people I would trust to create. You got to make sure who is ever going to present that yep. is, is going to be doctrinally sound. So that's number one. Yep. Hard case for uh, knowing if they're a believer. Yep. And then also like, are you a declaring believer? Are yeah. you, you know, apathetic in your faith? Whatever yep. the case is. But making sure that they can speak to students. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is I've had some people who I'm like, you should be really good, but your gifting is not kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so typically the past few years, I've written all of our curriculum. So either you get it from a spot, you, you write it, it needs to be doctrinally sound. Why doesn't the pastor get to, to, to present? Like, like what... kind of explain that a little bit like why have we made the decision like because a lot of people who do vbs's and sports Mm -hmm. camps anything like that instantaneously it's like well pastor's gonna do it like how uh, why don't we do it that way because our pastor doesn't (laughs) like to teach kids so that's not fair that's not true you are phenomenal at being up front and hyping us up and you fit that personality when it comes to teaching you teach great to adults. Could I do it? Yes. Yes. Do, is it the best option? The no. answer is no. The answer yeah, is yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And we've recognized that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've recognized I would rather you be able to be that hype mm-hmm. person and really connect with the kids in that way. Yeah. Um, the past few years, the past three or four years now, I've taught. I love it. Yeah. It's my gifting. It is where God has gifted me. You're also the children's director, so students already see they you. They do. It's, it's an easy uh, in um, just, just to note this, if, if you're a pastor and you're not like a hype person, I have a lot of energy. Um, don't feel bad about being in the background. Yeah, absolutely. Like nothing says that you have to be mm-hmm. up front. There's nothing worse than a pastor who finds his identity in being a pastor. Right. Because it's, it's just one of those things where you look at and you go like for me, um, when I'm there, I'm just Jordan. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm one, I, I got a coach's shirt on just like yep. anybody else. This is where my gifting is. I'm going to stay in that mm-hmm. gifting. So, um, yeah, the application there is just just pastors out there do not feel like you yeah. have to participate in the speaking portion. Put it in the lap of somebody yep. who loves to do it. Yeah, and with having someone who is familiar with your kids, mm-hmm. I, the, I don't have to work to buy the kids respect because yeah. they're already used to listening. listening Same with to the me. previous teachers. Yep. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah and so sure. the ones that we've brought in that were brand new that we've brought in our youth leaders before that I haven't had any contact with our kids or just other people who I know are gifted, but they don't serve in our children's ministry. Mm-hmm. They own, they struggle because the kids aren't used to them. Yeah. And so there is something to be said about picking people who are already in front of the majority of your kids. Now, when we look at our numbers for sports camp now, we're about 50, 50 with church kids versus community kids. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty, pretty close to 50, 50 split. But 50% of those kids know how to listen to me. They know my expectations and they know the things that I do to get their attention. Well, now I, now I just got to earn the other 50%. Yeah. Which is easy because you've already got, they're going to follow them Mm -hmm. where if you're brand new and people don't like it, it takes them a little bit to get used to that. So I would encourage you if you're figuring out, well, who does the teaching, 
don't shy. Like the first few years, I really shied away from it. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be upfront. I wanted to let other people do that. And I have found that our most successful years have been the years that I've engaged in teaching simply because the kids were already used to how I present material. How much of a percentage is the teaching portion of the night? Um, it is about 35 minutes of our hour and a half or two and a half hours. We go six thirty. to, no, we go six to eight thirty. So mm-hmm. two and a half hours. We take about 30, 35 minutes. Yep. Uh, and with that said, we just say, don't be scared to, to speak to students yeah. like for that long. You can totally do it. Oh, I do it all the time. Everybody wants to water it down. Uh, it drives me nuts. They're like, oh, attention spans are going down. All this other stuff. Talk to them. Yeah. Like they, they will listen. I, I feel, I mean, maybe I have a, not a good view of it, but I feel like they listened. Mm-hmm. Like we had 200 kids in a room this week and I don't feel, I mean, they're kids. They're going to be squirrely, but for the most part, I had their attention for 30 minutes. We'll give you the secret to success here, which is a total like behind the curtain thing. Put your volunteers and your coaches amongst the kids. Absolutely. We learned that the hard way the first couple of years. Yep. Because we, <laughs> I'll never forget like like year like three or four it was, we watched all the, the coaches and volunteers. They sat in the back. Yeah. And all the students came up in the front. And, and oh man, like they didn't listen, no. you know? And so what we did was we were like, hey coaches, you need to be like salt and pepper here, mm-hmm. you know, and they, and we watched everything change once yep. that happened, which yep. was, which was super huge. Okay. So that's, that's like about 30 minutes mm-hmm. roughly of the night. Um, moving, moving out uh, to the second one, which is sports. When you look at sports, uh, how much of a percentage of that is in the night? Do you set that tone? Do the coaches set yeah. it? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So our sports is, um, we have two sessions. One is 35 minutes and one is 30 minutes. So it's a good chunk. Like mm-hmm. we understand. So there's one before the lesson and one mm-hmm. after the lesson. Yep. And we understand that we got you because we said sports. Mm-hmm. So we have to do our due diligence and give you sports. Um, That's a big one. Like if you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. Like yeah. it drives me nuts when we get into situations where the church sells, we're, we're not selling anything first right. and foremost, but when the church sells something and then you show up and it's not there, it's like, yeah, this is, this is horrible. Yeah. And it's kind of like, a part of me is like, oh, this is so much time. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, this is what, like, let's be it's real. what they came they for. They came for this. Yeah. So we're going to make sure that they have the time. Um, and so they get, yeah, they get about an, a little over an hour of our two and a half hours is spent in sports time. Um, the first few years, I helped a lot with um, like setting that ideas, schedule. What, what you do during that time. Um, I really. Like I, for cheer, I would write out exactly what they were doing. Um, at this point, um, where we're at, like I've realized if I can have the coaches do that, number one, it's one thing off my plate, but they know better than me. I've never, I mean, I've coached soccer once and mm-hmm. I wasn't good cause I've never played and I know nothing about baseball. Yeah. And so I let the coaches kind of set, um, that in year, some years we have head coaches. They're in charge of it. They're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Some years, um, and it kind of depends on sports too. Some sports are like we're working as a team. Every year before sports camp, um, I send out an email within like by team, like by volunteer teams. Yeah. You're the basketball team. You're the soccer team. You're the this team. And they have an opportunity to communicate as a team ahead of time. They knew who, they know who's on their team. And then every year we have um, we take our 9 a.m. hour, our Sunday school hour is what a lot of people call hour it. before church. Yep. Yeah. And we have a meeting and 30 minutes of that. I give them to just talk with your team, brainstorm, figure out your game plan. Mm-hmm. 
again, these are people that have already, they coach in the community. They got a rough outline. They know, they know how to do this yeah. already. And they know these are the skills that kids need. Um, they do a great job of integrating skills and foundation work with games. And they know all the fun things because they're, they're doing these things already. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the only thing that I still have a pretty heavy hand in is our preschool program. And that's because they are dabbling in about every sport. Yeah. And so n nobody is um, maybe an expert in every sport. They're getting it's very it's a lot more locomotive type skills. It'd be the same thing if you were doing like an art camp, like give your artist yeah. the ability to construct their own like yep. their own schedule and give them the framework to say, hey, this is the 30 minutes that you need to like fill. Yeah. You know, and make sure that you're doing that. So you alluded to it, but we need to talk about it. The sports are only for a specific age group, right? Yes. So we're talking, uh, I think it's first grade. They have to have completed kindergarten going into first grade. Because it's in the summer. Yep. So you completed kindergarten going into first grade, and then it's all the way to fourth grade is the sports. All the way to fifth grade. Excuse me, fifth grade is, yep. is the sports. Um, and you you talked about it a little bit we started with football we realized mm -hmm. it's not going to be a good deal um just wasn't happening and then for the students who uh maybe are not athletic we went over and we we created and constructed the yard games thing mm -hmm. yard games didn't happen for i want to say five six seven yeah, years it was a while it took us a while to get there yeah um and with that just if if you're constructing something like this think about it in this regard like it needs to be in the same vein of what you're doing. Yeah. If we would have had like an arts, it would have totally changed yep. everything. We we would not put something in there that is not specific. And I got a lot of put a lot of pushback from that mm -hmm. for years. Of my kid doesn't my like kid is sport. not sports. We want to do this, and I just never felt comfortable. How do you respond to that? How do you respond to that negativity when people are like, hey, like my kid's not athletic, like yeah. this is not for him. So it was, it's good for kids to be active mm -hmm. and it is good for kids to be active. They're in front of the screens all the time. Kids don't go out and play like they used to. Kids need to be active. I remember you told one person one time that uh, we're not professionals. <laughs> I loved it because they looked at you and they said, hey, my kid's not athletic. And you're like, he can still kick a soccer ball. Right. Like he can still swing a baseball bat. Yep. He can still learn in this situation. We're not saying that you have to be athletic. We're saying that you could be. Yeah. So, try. so come in and hang out and, and do that. Um, the other thing is don't be scared to say no. Yeah. Like, Hey, uh, well, I want to do this. We, we're just not, that's mm -hmm. not the vein. Here's where I think your numerical involvement is going to start to depreciate. If you do some of yeah. those things, because if you say yes to everything, then you're yep. it's it's not a, a good ideal or, or whatnot. So you have these coaches, these coaches are are filling up that time frame, but then under that you have this thing called rookies. Does mm -hmm. rookies when does rookies manifest? Has it always been there? It or? has. That's actually what off the bench called them was rookies. Okay. So we just kept that name. It is our preschool. We say you have to be four years old by the start of camp. Mm -hmm. Um and then it's up through kids going into kindergarten. So does preschool follow the same lesson or is it different? They, in terms of Bible teaching, they have a separate teacher. They don't sit in with the elementary because we understand they probably can't go 30 minutes. Right. And um, they need to be taught differently than a fifth grader does. Sure, sure. And so we have a separate teacher. She does the same general idea of what we do, just simplified down to a preschool level. Yeah. 
So, um, but they're getting the same stories and the same main points and things like that. So are they incorporated just if you're tracking here, you're probably thinking like, well, wait a second. When do you break them up? Mm-hmm. So we have opening rally, um, which they're involved in. Yep. Then we have, um, uh, sports, yep. which they go to. Um, but in the, between the opening rally and the sports is when they break. Yeah. So rally, rookies go do their own thing. And they do a bunch of stuff. Yep. Like they do kind of a combination of all the yeah, sports. Yeah, they every day highlights a different sport that we run. Yep. Um, and then like the day one is just locomotive skills, jumping, skipping, throwing, kicking, just very general. Um, theirs is a lot more game led. So while we're, you know, while you're doing these, you're going to do relay races or you're going to throw balls at coaches or kick balls at coaches or whatever. But they still get to participate in the traditional sports that they're able, I mean, they hit baseballs off a tee, right, right. they kick soccer balls, they shoot basketballs, um, just simplified for their age group. It's more of an indoctrination into sports camp, what it will become. Yeah, like this is what you get to do at some point, Yeah. but we understand that 30 minutes of just playing soccer is too much for you, so you're going to go play um, Duck Duck Goose and Run Fishies Run, yeah. as well as do your sports. I love the rookies because it's this general thing mm-hmm. where it's like it's like um, we're not going to specify right. anything yet. We're just going to let you be a kid yep. and have fun and and go crazy. So um, so they leave in between that opening rally and the first sport. They go do their sport. When do they come back? Oh well, then we have our first sport. We come back. They do like what we call halftime, yep, which is snack and usually sing a song, sing a song. And then they're in there with us mm-hmm. and then they break again to go do their sport. And then they do their lesson. Mm-hmm. Well, we do our yep. lesson. Um, and then uh, everybody comes back in at the end. Yep. Yeah. Um, so so that's going to be part one. This is kind of where we're going to stop because uh, just for time, you know, we understand that. So in the first couple of years, we've looked at it and just said, if anything, we've seen the solidification of the schedule Mm -hmm. Um, and we've hit the the first couple components, which is uh, which we would call like our pillars. The lesson is going to be a pillar and the sports are going to be a pillar. Everything else you would probably say secondary. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I remember off the bench um, when we first started, those two things were probably the only thing present. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we had a whole lot of other no. things that were, were going on there. Um, in the first couple of years, because we all, we'll keep the podcast kind of like um, how we normally do it. What are your two big or maybe mm-hmm. three big takeaways from those first couple of years, the formation of this, before we start breaking down some of like yeah. the springs and the trampoline? Yeah. What, what, what would you say are like the big things that you want people to know? Don't be afraid to try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It can be outside the box, and that's okay. Like, I think I am not afraid to look at something and go, that worked, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Every year, every year, from year one to year nine, at the end of it, I go, is it still working? Right. And we actually had a year that we weren't sure. Yeah. We hadn't seen growth, and we really contemplated. We almost dumped it. Do we keep doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and decided let's push through, let's try to bring in something new. But just, I think, don't be afraid to change and constantly evaluate. Mm-hmm. Because of that evaluation, we did change schedules around and we re- re- reworked how we how we did things and who was doing the teaching and how we where we got the material from and how we get our skits because we incorporate that into our teaching. And um, 
but it took a lot of like you have to be able to evaluate well and not be as scared of that change. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my those are my big takeaways from the year, like the first few years is we there was so much trial and error. Don't be discouraged when there's error. Keep working through that because through those what I thought were failures at times, there was growth because we were able to readjust and change and um, yeah, just readapt to what what met the needs of our people. Um, I think the other thing is really evaluate who your people are. Mm. Our people are people who like to play sports. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, we would not fit a good traditional vacation Bible school because our people didn't grow up going to vacation Bible school. A lot of our people are unchurched. They're, so they have no, there's no frame of reference for mm-hmm. that. Um, we wouldn't fit an art thing because we're not a lot of artists, you yeah. know, like what, evaluate what your church, who, who is your church? Who makes up your church? If you have a church of all older congregation Mm -hmm. who can't run and jump with your kids sports camp isn't for you do a quilting camp i actually tried to learn how to knit once it didn't go very well um it's harder than you think people laugh but i'm telling you what like you got to go with with the people that are there in your in your place yeah and then figure out what your needs of your community are Mm -hmm. you know what is what is it going to take to get kids in it might not even be a week-long thing Mm -hmm. it might be more of a family thing you're doing once a month or once a week family things. Um, there are some people who they do once a month family events through the summer because they that's what their community needs. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the beginning years, especially when you're first starting out, is figure out who your people are, figure out who your community is, and don't be afraid to try something, readapt, and try something again. Those are good. Um, I don't know how I could add to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh just from being involved in all these years, um, which has just been really good. And it's easy to say that now because we're, we're where we're at. Um, I would say that if everybody's doing the same thing, you need to be doing something different, right? If everybody's preaching and teaching the Bible, that's great. And we're all for that. And you should, you should preach and teach the Bible too. (laughs) But, um, we looked at VBS and we just were like, everybody's doing this. Mm -hmm. Like all we're doing is we're just, we're, we're just another spoke. We have a a church, um, in our area that I think does VBS really well. Um, and we're not them Mm -mm. like, and that's fine. Like, as a matter of fact, we had a church in our area that does an art camp Mm -hmm. and we applauded them. Like you would not believe. They actually reached out to us and we helped like brainstorm ideas because they knew they didn't want to go the VBS route route, and they didn't want to go the VBS route Mm -hmm. and they said what do we do and I said well here's some ideas and it was so fun to watch them take that and run with it yeah we actually applauded them because Mm -hmm. we thought because the people in their church are artsy yep um and we were just we were ecstatic yeah we were like that's that's such a great idea um and the best form of flattery is plagiarism and that's Mm -hmm. fine you know like that's not a big deal um especially when we're all trying to reach people for the gospel absolutely so I guess I would say that in those first couple of years, um, it, it, if, if I could, I don't even know if I could like throw in like words of wisdom or whatever, but I guess I'm looking at it and I'm going, um, be, be you, mm-hmm. be who you uniquely are. If you don't know what it is, go walk around the community. Mm. Like, go be in the community. What does your community do? What does your community participate in? And you got to pray the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Lord, like, do I want to do this or not want to do this? 
we never took a step without, you know, right. asking God for help. And at the same time, like we really, uh, uh, try to give him all the praise he, mm-hmm. he deserves, you know? Um, and I, I, I think my last thing, and we'll end on this is be very careful looking at numbers as a form of, um, success. Yes. Like we do this thing where we put up all these pictures, um, in our hallway of these past years. And I, I, I see these like small numbers at the start and man, like, um, church planners will say this all the time. They'll say, you'll miss being small. Mm. And those are some good years. They were. Like my friends are up there who are dead. Yep. And, um, we, we had a blast. Mm-hmm. I was telling somebody, uh, about a buddy of mine, we used to throw footballs while you were teaching one time in the back, like it, yes. <laughs> during lessons. Yes. And, uh, and cause there was only like a dozen kids there yep. or whatever. And the students were learning about Jesus. We were building relationships with each other. And it was just, it was just this beautiful mm-hmm. thing. I love where we're at right now. I loved where we were at that yep. back then, but numbers are not everything. Mm-mm. Like, so if you have 20 students, you have to, you have to plug into that student. Like yep. they're the most important person in the world. Amen. I see too many times people will do ministry and they're like, oh, we only had 10 people here. I'm like, bro, you had 10 people. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like, how does that person feel if you look across the table from them like, oh, where's all your friends? Yeah. Don't do that. Nope. Like, you have to look at that person and say, I'm so excited that you're here tonight, that you made the decision to be mm-hmm. here tonight, that you're present and you're. So there's so many people, I think, that look at it and go, well, you guys have all these people. It's easy. Mm. It's different. I used to know every kid that came to sports camp. I knew their name. I knew their parents' name. There's probably a good 40% that I don't know their names and Which I couldn't is fine. tell you. Which it is, is fine. because other people do. Mm-hmm. Other, now we have more leaders and they plug that. But it, it, it's different. You, it, It's good, mm-hmm. but it's different. And I think that's the last thing too is don't make it about you. No. It, it cannot be about you. Like the more, the further we get down this road, I think the more you and I are, are looking at each other going, where do we mm-hmm. back up and let somebody else, you know, take yep. center stage and that's okay too. So, okay. So we're going to pause it, um, here. Um, that kind of lays a good foundation of our pillars. Mm-hmm. So in the next episode, what we're going to do is we're going to start to break down. If, if those are the trampoline legs, let's fill in the springs and then yeah. we'll talk about kind of what that looks like, um, with the nitty gritty stuff. So yeah. until then, um, we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Community Gospel Church podcast. If you would like to support this ministry financially, simply log on to communitygospelchurch.com and click the Contribute tab.